Hello, and welcome to Mixed Reviews, a racially diverse 21st century movie podcast, where we talk about such things as movies and my poop disorder. It is chronic. <laughs> it's, it's better now. It's better now. I'm glad that it's better, though. I took a probiotic. I can't hear any of your claps. We dug into another DCOM, uh, and Doug, it's pretty good, Dogs Dig dig dog Shut hounded up. we watched the movie hounded with uh, a pretty all-star cast Taj yeah cuban Maury. gooding jr is in it <laughs> he does kind of look like cuban gooding jr kind of i was convinced he was um oh. taj mori shia labeouf sarah oh. paxton in a wheelchair for two scenes i i okay we we got stuff to unpack here all right let's get into it Paige, you want to give us a summary? Yes, we watched a movie called Hounded, a movie that apparently only I have seen. Um, I have yet to meet anybody else who had seen this movie. Uh, it is a movie about a boy with a dream of going to an art college, but he runs into issues with a demon Pomeranian from his from the prestigious headmaster school that he's in. It's the headmaster's demon Pomeranian that follows him home and destroys his life, his dreams, his expectations, hopes, and his brother comes home to find that he is in possession of this demon Pomeranian. And is this demon Pomeranian has to deal with this kid and also an army veteran. Da, 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 da. Going into this movie, all I told you was it's a demon Pomeranian. What did you See, think this movie was going to be? See, so that's where I think you kind of set me up for disappointment because I was expecting like gremlins, but it was a Pomeranian. It is. Mm, I guess. I don't know. The, it, it's uh, literally gremlins. I was literally expecting gremlins with the Pomeranian. I mean, I guess, but the Pomeranian doesn't really do anything. It just kind of like destroys the house. You're not talking about the hundreds of times they launched it from a potato gun into a wall. <laughs> I feel like there should have been more Pomeranian, to be honest. The, I think I, there's. I just didn't feel like there was enough. There wasn't enough demon Pomeranian puppet. So the whole deal with this Pomeranian is uh, this kid. What's his name? What's this kid's fucking name? I should start writing. Taj Mori in, Taj in Mori. the show or in the show or in real life? In the sh in the in the movie. What is it? Oh, his name's Jay. Jay. Jay goes to a private school where there's a headmaster in uniforms and any and everything. And J the headmaster's son, played by uh, a peak Shia LaBeouf, like in his peak preteen years, um, he he steals Jay's presentation. Now, in order to prove that it was stolen and convince the headmaster that his son or convince the headmaster that his son is a dirty, filthy cheat. He sneaks into the headmaster's manor, like it has a pool house. It. I honestly think it's the recycled Fresh Prince set. It's the same layout with, with the yeah. pool house and everything. Um, he sneaks into this house, which I honestly, ballsy move, um, and tries to steal back the presentation that was written on the back of like some doodle cards that he had. And in the process of trying to prove this, the family dog of the headmaster named Camille, a white Pomeranian, uh, follows Jay back home outside the house. And despite his attempts to get the dog to not follow him, the dog just will not leave him alone. So the dog follows him. He's like, that's fine. I'll call him, whatever. 
But essentially at this point, it's set up that it looks like he stole the dog. And the lie only gets worse from there. As it goes. But the main thing is that this dog is on medication. <laughs> well, it's not on medication. That's why it's losing its shit. <laughs> it's, yes. So it's been away from its house that its meds have worn off. And that's where I think we get the gremlins thing, specifically because the stuff doesn't happen until after he feeds it all its all that food, which I feel like is a homage to gremlins. It has to be. Yeah. This movie, this movie's great. I had a much better time with this movie because it's just slapstick nonsense and a, and a <laughs> puppet that somebody really worked hard on that the crew just literally beat the ever-living shit out of. Just put I that- Put that poor puppet through hell. They tied it to a back of a car. They shot it out of a potato gun. They hurled it at walls. They sucked it up with a vacuum at one point. I'm surprised that there's anything left. It's just a tuft of, like, fake white fur that someone That's probably keeps. That's all it keeps... was. That's all it was anyway. <laughs> it's just a slipper. Yeah. <laughs> so that... That's how it So I didn't mind this movie... My only issue, and it was weird that I had this problem with it, I feel like it almost took itself a little too seriously for being a movie about yeah. a fucking demon dog. And then it got to the point where like the moral message of the story became more important than the demon dog, which was fine. But again, this movie is about a demon Pomeranian. <laughs> I did not sign up to like be lectured at about being a better person. I was trying to watch that dog like keep running through walls <laughs> and getting launched out of potato guns. I want I want a, a compilation of the number of times they threw that fucking puppet at a wall. It's so oh fucking good. And it's very I... clearly just a stuffed animal from like Build-A-Bear. First up, Shia LaBeouf. God. I just, he's I'm so, so sad. good. It made, me, it made me sad that he's <laughs> so crazy now because he was incredible in this movie. He needed more scenes too. I know that wasn't the point. <laughs> oh, more Shia LaBeouf. There's one moment which is just like such top tier comedy line delivery coming from like a nine year old kid. There's a moment where the dad is holding up detention slips and he's like, What do you think these are, son? He's like, Oh, their detention slips and he's like yeah and he's like are they mine and i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> he's so good and the fact that he spends nearly the entire movie either harassing people or hitting on sarah paxton <laughs> for some reason in a wheelchair <laughs> there's no reason i think it's to tie back because his big speech at the end is making everything handicap yeah, accessible but honestly that still feels like it comes out of fucking left field i know i remember when i first watched it i was like oh he's doing he's not doing the garbage thing he just came up with another idea and i was like this is kind of random and then i rewatched the movie and i remember the two scenes that sarah paxton's in it in the wheelchair and I was like oh wait he has a handicapped friend that's why <laughs> how no they wrote his friends out like immediately the fat kid <laughs> there's a fat kid yeah he's in like he's like hanging out with them they're like a trio for like the first 20 minutes or so of the movie and then that like he kind of looks like jonah hill in wolf of wall street but like as a child <laughs> where he's like look <laughs> he's got a like gross nasally like 
double chin voice. Like you can hear the double chin in his voice. And he's just like gets written out of the movie in like like thirty minutes in, I think. And he comes back like for one scene later. But yeah, he's not like part of the trio anymore. This this whole movie like I was mainly watching it for the demon dog. The I I sat there, I went through the beginning, I was like, God, when is this fucking dog gonna come in? Because I remember so yeah. clearly the fucking dog. And it doesn't come in until like the second act. Yeah, it's like the beginning of the second act is the dog. Yeah, and then his brother Which, doesn't come in until, like, the third act. Yeah, I don't understand. He comes in, like, halfway through the movie. Yeah. I also, I know the point. I fucking hated his brother. His <laughs> like, brother, I know that was the point. <laughs> I, I think the He didn't issue ruin was, the movie for me at all, but... I God, think the issue is guy. that fucking actor cannot do comedy at all. Like, the sentimental no. scenes were, like, really well done, and, like, it seemed like he was really acting, but, like, this dude is very clearly not funny at all. And it just, yeah. it ruined all the slapstick, because it's, it's very clearly a slapstick movie, and you have to be good at, like, screaming and, like, falling down and, like, you know, doing over the top. And this, this actor was too focused on looking pretty. Like, he was, like, yeah. just, like, very, like, I'm a handsome actor. It's like, you're in a fucking Disney movie, okay? Scrunch up your face. Save it for your Calvin Klein ad. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I feel like um, with him, with the older brother, his whole, like, arc was, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really interesting, but it felt super out of place in this movie mm-hmm. <laughs> because it seemed like kind of a complex, like, personal arc to overcome because his brother, the, the family is, like, a mom and her two sons, and the father died six years ago. Yeah. And the older brother's like a military guy. He's at military school. And he his basically is like he's one of those people who thinks that like the military is all about just ordering people around. Yeah. And he's like a good soldier, but he treats people like shit and he can't take any accountability for himself and he's yeah. kind of lazy. Like he's exactly the type of person that he thinks everybody else is essentially. Yeah. Um, which I think is a, a big personal grapple to have with the character because that's, especially for a kid's movie, that's pretty intense for somebody to, like, wrap their head around. <laughs> yeah, it, it has, like, a very, like, there's this one scene where he talks about, like, how it was right after their dad died and he went into his brother's room and cried and his brother apparently shoved him on the floor and told him to stop being a baby. Yeah. And, like, there's a whole moment of, like, why that's wrong. Like, why you, you should comfort those, especially after a tragedy. I'm like, this is a lot for a fucking seven-year-old. Like, they're not yeah, gonna Yeah, and especially because, because the main character, Jay, he's, like, the character who's dealt with all this. Like, he had the dead yeah. father. He has the shitty brother. And, like, he's a good person. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like um, that's probably what depressed me the most about this movie. This movie, for one... Jay is so relatable. This is like what it feels like to be black. This entire movie is just everything is just so inconvenient, and you're just like, I'm just, I'm literally just doing, I'm just living. He's literally just <laughs> living his life, and everything that could possibly go wrong and fuck up his day just happens. And I was just like, that's relatable. Yes. Um, but it like, and with how shitty the the headmaster is, it just kind of depressed me that like Jay is the smartest, nicest, most compassionate person in this movie, and he is the one who's getting absolutely fucked in yes. every sense of the word for the the yes. entirety of the movie. And then yeah, then you bring his fuckhole brother in, who's just like a self righteous piece of shit. Yeah, he the the whole the the plot elements of this movie are interesting. 
I especially liked... I felt the lie that he ends up digging for himself. Like, because it comes becomes a fucking catastrophe of a lie that they have to find a way out of. And normally yeah. when they do that in movies, I'm like, well, you could just do this and, like, find another lie. Like, they dig themselves deep and it still felt organic. Like, even though it's yeah. the characters coming up with issues, like, why would you fucking call with a fake voice or something like that and make it even worse? Like, can we just say there's there's one scene where he's holding the phone and the the microphone, and like the brother's good because the brother like holds it at the end of the microphone, so yeah. it filters through the phone microphone and into the phone. He's just talking into the microphone and the phone at the same time, yes. just next to each other. <laughs> was there like, was no off, direction. That wouldn't work. That wouldn't work. You would just sound normal, and there would probably be like a weird echo of your voice being changed behind it. The fucking, there was no direction. I noticed that and I was like, Jesus fuck, did nobody tell this fucking actor that that's what he had to do? They just yeah. let him do it. God. I, the, for some reason, the actor who played Jay reminded me of Frankie Muniz a lot. I don't know why. He's got a weird face. He has elf ears. Everybody has pointy ears in this episode. <laughs> yes. This is, it, this is why I should have brought, broke out my Vulcan ears. And warn them. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> did you like the movie? Like, was it terrible? It was pretty bad. It was. It wasn't like it wasn't terrible in the way that Luck of the Irish is terrible. This movie was more like confusing. Like, I wasn't. I wasn't understanding what exactly they they were trying to accomplish. Yeah. Because any like moral dilemmas that were brought up like anything that like jay like i said jay was already a good person he was already just trying to do the honest thing and everybody around him is just a fuckhole and at the end of the movie everybody around him is still a fuckhole and he just goes through this giant like mess to be on at this at the place that he just should have been at the beginning of the movie um because shia labeouf steals his his scholarship which i mean i get that like for putting on your resume or like your transcripts or whatever, getting a scholarship is a good thing, but they made it clear in so many scenes that their family could afford to just send him to that school. Yeah. So it's like, why the fuck did they care so much about him winning the scholarship other than this, the praise of their son winning a scholarship? I mean, I am okay with it because I like the role of Shia LaBeouf just being a slimy villain for no fucking yeah. reason. He's yeah. so good at it. Yeah, and I, um, is he a villain very often? I feel like I haven't seen him be this character in a very that's, long time. That's what I was thinking while watching this, where I was like, oh, fuck, he's not just, like, the weird brother. Like, he's yeah. an actual fucking douche, and he's so fucking good at it. Incredible. I, um, I feel like it's one of the few things he would still be good at, because he now is a oh, real-life douche. Yeah, oh, definitely. Well, I feel like that's why it probably wouldn't, work as well now because i feel like that that i don't i mean i don't know maybe it would but i feel like everybody just watching shia labeouf being a douche would just be like he's not acting that's just how he is yeah he had to ruin himself yeah i have to take my antibiotic hold on Uh, oh pagener debilitating drug addiction (laughs) it's amoxicillin this doesn't do anything for you except make you nauseous and give you diarrhea, which I just cured, but now I have it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Acute diarrhea. Acute diarrhea. It has That's a little acute. smiley face when it comes to <laughs> <laughs> I can't. This is a classy racially diverse 21st century podcast. Yeah, uh, I will say this movie was significantly less racist. Still with a lot of black people, too. Yeah, it was a very diverse cast. Yeah. It's, it's, it was nice seeing one of the four films that have black leads from Disney. That was nice. But like again, going back though, it is depressing that he's basically alone for the entire movie as well. Mm-hmm. It, well, he has the dog, the dog that's trying to kill him. Uh, one thing I did know is the score is really good. Yeah, I'm, it is really good. It's I really, really like good. the score for this movie. It's very like it's fun, fun and it's used really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I like so when when Jay goes in to see, um, if. Uh, Shia LaBeouf's character, whose name I've forgotten, um, has, Ronnie, has stolen his, um, paper. He comes out, he hears, like, the maid, because these people are so rich, they have a maid. And he's like, I gotta get out there without noticing, so he puts on, like, the Jason Voorhees hockey mask. (laughs) And he comes out, and he looks fucking terrifying just looks so scary and the fucking maid sees him and like starts running and then for the rest of the fucking movie the maid has like ptsd (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's so good um the the villain in this movie outside of the dog is is very stereotypical disney boomer villain but yeah (laughs) this man was just so over the top in his just horribleness I I found it super entertaining and really funny. Every scene that he was in, he just keeps getting worse and worse. Yes. <laughs> he's he's very over the top with how he it's this is why I said the adults in Disney movies are the best because they know they're in a fucking Disney Channel original movie and this is their chance to be that over the top campy villain they always want to be. They yeah. like all these like actors that go off want to be serious, but I know in their heart of hearts they want to be want. Um, a Disney fucking, villain. Who's, what's his fucking name? Who's the guy who played It originally? Stit, no. What the, what the fuck is it? Oh, Tim Curry. God. Tim, wow. They all want to be Tim Curry. Christ. They all want to be Tim Curry in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Just over the top, campy <laughs> nonsense. That's every actor's dream. You can't lie to me and tell me it's not. I mean... And Disney Channel original movies are the place to do it. Oh, yeah. If it's not, I mean, yeah, I don't think there's any other, like, acting opportunity where you can do it and it's not going to ruin your career. (laughs) Yeah. So do a Disney Channel original movie if you're struggling. Yeah, if you're a struggling actor, just do a DCOM. Just do a DCOM. Get all your (laughs) acting ambition out. Um, One thing I did like is, Sasha, you and I both hate dogs. We do not like dogs. I don't I yeah yeah you dislike dogs I hate dogs if you have a dog please don't tell me about your fucking (laughs) dog don't ask me to pet your fucking dog I don't care about your fucking dog um except for my friends if you ever watch this I love your dogs they're great love them to pieces (laughs) (laughs) I believe that um I love this dog I thought this dog was so so cute I, I think I have a soft spot for Pomeranians. I don't know if it's the white woman in me, 
that it's just gotta fucking. Be. That's why you'd be a good Kardashian. I could have a Pomeranian! Like a purse dog. I would love that and just hang out with Scott Disick the whole time. Yeah. I, I fucking love this dog. I did like how it was very clear the dog was not making noises, so they had to hire a guy to make really bad dog noises very close up to a fucking mic. Just I, I wanted to, because this, this was the point that I wanted to bring up in, the, in Luck of the Irish, but I figured I'd save it for this, because we'll just, just the ADR in these movies in general, <laughs> the so ADR in, in Disney Channel movies are just... So, so incredible. Every single scene is like the give me your hand. Yeah, <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Fucking, I have that written down. All of Mike, the older brothers, all his lines sound 80 yard. They yeah. sound like they're in a completely different fucking room. I wonder if his there's, mic broke. Like on it set. Sound, and they yeah. Well, because there's one in like that serious scene when they're in the room where mm-hmm. like he turns away and then he turns back and like. His voice sounds different both times. You can tell, like, every time he's looking away from... They cut away where he's not looking at the camera. They're ADRing it. Yeah. And it just sounds so different from the other one. And then the do- all the dog ADRing. <laughs> the dog- I fucking... I, it's very... It's just so good. It's so fucking bad. It, it's mixed horribly, too. The, it is. The first dog, Sarah Paxton's dog... <laughs> yes, it just very clearly sounds like a man growling into a microphone. <laughs> It doesn't even sound like that size of a dog. Like, it sounds no. like that would come from, like, a Rottweiler. Yeah. And she's got this, like, scrawny little thing on her handicap legs. <laughs> <laughs> why is I, she handicapped? I don't know. And why did you get Sarah Paxton? Why didn't you just throw a handicap actress a bone? I'm what sure is- there are plenty of little girls in handy in wheelchairs that would have loved to be in this movie. She and could have delivered the four lines of dialogue that Sarah Paxton delivered. 100%. What is she in that I see? Because I know her face. I know her name. But what the fuck is she in? Return to Halloween Town. She's in something else, too. She's the girl she's they She's the person who it. took over Marnie? Yeah. She's the one who takes <gasps> over Marnie. She needs to be burned at the stake. <laughs> you cannot. She's in a horror movie, isn't she, too? Uh, the last house on the left I'm seeing on her IMDb page. Yeah. She had, like, a little spurt in horror movies, I thought, for a bit. She looks like a horror movie actress. Is she? She kind of looks like Discount Jane Levy. Hold on. Jane Levy. Evil Dead, Mind myself. Yep, she does. Yes, she exactly fucking does. Yeah. Also, Alicia Silverstone a little bit. She looks like the next generation Alicia Silverstone. Basically, if you're blonde with high cheekbones, you look like Alicia Silverstone. (laughs) Yeah, sorry Um, to break it to you. Yeah, sorry to break it to you, blonde women with high cheekbones. Um, The other... That's basically it. I guess there's not more to talk about. This movie, just watching it, reminded me a lot of a movie that I loved as a kid called Mouse Hunt. Um, just because it's also about a fucking demon animal terrorizing people, but Mouse Hunt is much more funny. Mouse Mouse <laughs> Hunt is like good comedy slapstick stupidity, and it it yeah. felt like the the writers of this movie saw Mouse Hunt. When was when was this movie made? Pound ninety seven or ninety eight probably maybe two thousand one. 
Sounds I'm just good. saying outdates. Huh? You're just saying outdates? 2006, saying 2007, oh, 2008. So it was 2001. Oh, hey, I said that one. <laughs> Mouse Hunt was 1997, and Mouse, Mouse Hunt, I think, was a decent commercial success. Um, so I'm sure, like, some writer at Disney saw Mouse Hunt, because there's, like, very clear shots that are, like, exact parallel to Mouse Hunt. And it's it's just, it's okay. It's an okay movie. I think it's better than Luck of the Irish, because it's speaking not racist. Of, speaking of some quality shots and Luck of the Irish... These two movies have some impeccable homages to some great visual styles. I don't know if you remember the beginning of Luck of the Irish, where it's like flashing through all those people, and it's like the big close-up of the eye. Very Aronofsky. <laughs> and then in this one, this one where the dog busts through the door like the shining, the shining shot. And then Jay's in the bathroom like with the shower curtain like from Psycho. <laughs> and the dog just like bolts in there. I thought it was great. Absolute. As Damien Chazelle would say, pure, pure cinema. cinema. Pure cinema. <laughs> it made me like cringe so hard because I want to say it was Oscar Isaacs, like right before they showed the first 10 minutes of Dune. They like obviously they went through like all the cast and they're like all talking about the movie and doing like the behind the scenes shit. And like right before Oscar Isaacs just goes, it's pure cinema. And then it just cuts no. to black. <laughs> No. And I was like, no. Don't say that. Don't say it. Don't say it seriously. You can say it. Just don't just don't mean it. You gotta no. use that yeah, term don't ironically. Mean it. Do not mean it. It's so gross. It makes it sound like we're critiquing food or something something. Like this is pure caviar. It's like shut the fuck up. <laughs> this is I don't take any caviar. director seriously that calls their own work that. Pure cinema, yeah. Like, I'm okay if other directors go, like, hey, this I saw this and I really liked it. I feel like it's pure cinema. Like, you're a pre- don't call your own egotistical work that pure fucking cinema. shit. The whole pure interview cinema. with Damien Chazelle is how he's like, it was about my time in, in jazz class and just my need for perfection. I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> God, we do not need two Aronofsky's in this fucking world. <laughs> we can barely handle the one we have. This is why he doesn't do interviews. So, yeah, so, that's so. why he doesn't do interviews. <laughs> <laughs> but because he's not like an actual trash compactor. <laughs> you did not call that man a trash compactor. He's a genius yeah. trash compactor with a very yeah, Bronxy accent. He's like a Tesla manufactured trash compactor, but it's still a trash compactor. <laughs> <laughs> but he still looks like one that came with a like a, a, a broken part that you have to return. <laughs> There's something yeah. wrong with the shape of his head. Why he is looks it like an egg. at the top? He's an egg. He is an egg. He has I an egg you. head. I love you, Aronofsky. <laughs> don't. I love you. Don't listen to this mean lady call you names. Well, I'm sorry, it, Sasha. There's not really much to say on Hounded other than it's a good time with a demon Pomeranian and some okay slapstick. Yeah. There's it, some. There's some valuable messages in here. I wouldn't say that they are portrayed the way that they probably should be, but you are making a demon Pomeranian movie. I'll let it slide this once. Ask me what I'm doing right now. What are you doing right now? I'm Googling to see if the puppet from Hounded is available for purchase. Oh my god. 
if it is I'll, I'll go pick it up from the warehouse and mail it to you <laughs> who do i who worked on this movie they, they have to have a fucking like fan mail. find like the art director i would pay a thousand dollars you see the mouth? The mouth of the puppet moves too. I thought oh! it was just gonna be yeah. I watched very closely. I thought it was just gonna be one of those like basically a taxidermy dog that just looks I angry be- permanently. But no, its mouth was like. I bet it wasn't supposed to. I bet someone broke it on set and they just like tied a fucking string to it and was like, we can work with this. Also, you can see in like a couple clips where like Taj Mori and like the guy who plays his brother are laughing <laughs> with the dog because <laughs> they're being attacked by a fake Pomeranian. <laughs> it's so fucking good. I I like the so in the shot where it does like claps over its hands. Oh, I love. You that can shit. clearly see someone holding the fucking dog's <laughs> hands and doing this. There's like a shadow and everything. Oh, it's so good. You can see it, like, um, in the scene where he's walking, like, trying to get it to go back to its house, and he's walking his bike away. You can see the dog, like, stop and looking up at the trainer before, like, it runs back to Taj Mori. And then it runs back and looks at the trainer and then goes back. Fucking props to that dog, though. That dog deserves an Oscar, just like how they argued that the dog from the artist needed an Oscar. What was that face? What happened? I found something for you that you can put in. Oh boy. There you go. Did you text it to me? Of course I did. Can I send it over? <laughs> <laughs> That's a thumbnail. <laughs> so- I love this movie. I'm a sucker for slapstick though. I don't know why. I don't. I just find it fun. And I, you don't see slapstick anymore. Oh, they have no, Shia LaBeouf gifts from this fucking movie. Hell yes. His he, facial expressions are perfect. He did he the. What's her name that does the um? Here, I'm sending you another one. He, is that gonna play? He does the. Who is it? Meg Ryan. Is it no? Not Meg Ryan. He does the Meg Ryan. Debbie Ryan. Who's oh. the bitch? Oh, yeah, Debbie Ryan from Sweet Life. He does this before (laughs) Debbie Ryan. Oh, shit. Shia LaBeouf is who everybody on TikTok should be quoting. Yeah. Well, no, they can't. Those people are all too PC to support a boy like Shia LaBeouf. All right, Paige, what what are your overall thoughts and and what would you rate Hounded? Um, I give this 16 Puppet Pomeranians out of a veterinarian kennel. You can fit like 16 dogs in a veterinarian kennel. It gets a full score for me. I love this movie. I think it's great. I'm sorry it's not that interesting. I thought I remembered it being interesting. Apparently it's not. I yeah, this movie this movie dragged hard. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This movie felt like two and a half hours. I was like fuck. And the brother did show up. Um I'll give this Eight Pomeranians out of all of the Pomeranians that exist. Mm. So a pretty low score from you. So we we have a short thing that we did. Do we want to talk about uh, what else we've been watching? Oh, sure. To cover some more time. What have you been watching this week, aside from the movies that we were required to watch? 
Um, I want to say I did watch something. You saw the Dune trailer? Oh, yes, I did. I saw the first 10 minutes of Dune, which were spectacular. And then I saw mm -hmm. the first sandworm scene, which they showed most of it in the trailer anyway. So mm -hmm. that was cool. Are there multiple um, Oh, I guess I watched... Yeah, there's a bunch. Ooh. But, yeah. Like, the... I just... I honestly feel like they shouldn't have showed the sandworm in the first trailer. Because that's, yeah. like, the big reveal. Um, oh, I mean, I saw Black Widow. <laughs> that was last week. Oh, that's right. Do you want to talk just, about how much you hate Black Widow? Or do you want to wait until I, don't I see even, it? I mean, if you want... I'll just say that it's a movie made for nobody that says absolutely nothing. And yeah. it's just so blatant of how much it doesn't give a shit. <laughs> it makes it's, me laugh. Because everybody Marvel just is seems a fucking tired. Hack. Yeah. Except everybody for David Harbour, who just is happy to do anything. Yeah. He's just happy to have work. Yeah. Um, I have I'll... been watching the Yelena clips, and she's fucking hysterical. Florence Pugh is fucking so funny. She's so funny. My favorite clip is when she's, like, eating old food from something, and um, uh, Natasha Romanoff, or Scarlett Johansson's character, is like, how is it? And she, like, puts the food in her mouth, and she's like, it's dry, and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. I like her comedy. I want to see her do more shit. Um, I now I feel like M's like she's she's gonna get trapped now. She's gonna get trapped with the fucking Disney hose. Hey, if she's playing that character, I'm all for it. That seems like a great fucking character. It's a great character, yeah, but the movies they're gonna make are gonna be awful. That's fair. That's very fair. Um What have you been watching other than Glee? Uh I've just been watching Glee. I've watched a lot well, I watch <laughs> I, I have never seen Glee, and I, I'm a big musical fan, so I put it on, and I'm very ashamed at the fact that I like it so much. I don't like any of the performances. The performances are awful, except for one person doing a rendition of Rose's Turn, which is, like, a big fucking number. Um, that was really, really good. That was the one where I was like, this is fantastic. I did watch two movies last week. What I watched the... Um, Adventures of David Copperfield or something? Or the history of David Copperfield? But it wasn't the magician. But it wasn't the fucking magician. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that David... It was a biopic about David Copperfield the magician. And I was very confused why they cast Dev Patel, an Indian man, as like... A white man David Copperfield and I was like maybe it's a creative choice and then I was also confused why he was in the 1800s and not <laughs> like in modern day and I googled David Copperfield and I had I had to phone in a friend asking for help to get me out of whatever like maze my brain had created of there being two David <laughs> Copperfields that I didn't know existed apparently David Copperfield is a Charles Dickens character that I did. There's no way you knew that David Copperfield. No. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely you, not. I barely I, know who David Copperfield is. Just is. I. The only reason I started watching it was because I thought it was going to be about a magician. A magician. A magician. A magician. <laughs> That's the second time you've called him a magician. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> I think you've only referred to him as a magician. <laughs> 
I just imagine him like going onto like the set of a band and making all their instruments disappear. It's 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 a musical magician Jew. That's who it is. <laughs> it's a musical magician Jew. It's a musical magician Jew. Would you um, recommend it to anybody? Uh, no. There's oh, okay. one. There's there's one moment um, that I laughed pretty hysterically at, and we're we're gonna mime it together. Okay, ready? What I don't I haven't seen it. No, it's okay. 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 Your mother is very sick. She's she's very sick. She won't get better. She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's that's the scene that I laughed the hardest at. Um, the other movie I watched was Aeronauts with Eddie Redmayne and Felicity Jones. Oh, what um, new? I think it's 2019 or 2020. Okay. Basically, Eddie Redmayne and Felicity Jones go up into a hot air balloon, but Eddie Redmayne is out of his fucking mind, so he just makes them keep climbing higher and higher, and then it just becomes gravity in a hot air balloon. Fuck yeah. It's, no, it's not as great (laughs) as you think it is. It sounds terrible. (laughs) It's, it was very awful, and Felicity Jones was shockingly not a cardboard box in this movie. She actually had a personality. And was like fine, but in every other movie she's in, she's lit- like you could replace her with a fucking brick wall, and the brick wall yeah. would probably have more personality than Felicity Jones. <laughs> yeah, but so that's fuck Felicity Jones. Fuck Felicity Jones. She's a discount Kate Beckinsale at best. That's what I watched. That's it. I done. Yeah. Okay. Indeed. Well, I think that's it. I think that's a wrap. That's, it. that's a wrap. Thanks, hoes. <laughs>